Hey, hey, it's Lucy and Dan. Dan and Lucy. Welcome to episode 20 of the Grievance Committee. I was quite excited to, um, you know, find out that we're at episode 20. Bit of a milestone. XX. That's right. Roman numerals. <laughs> I didn't actually know what that meant then. I thought, okay. Uh, kiss, kiss. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, God, that means we've got, um, you know, 20, 20 hours of this liquid gold. Liquid who? Can we drink it? <laughs> we can breathe it in. <laughs> so how are you going today? Yes, yeah, really good. Thank you, Lucy. Really good. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. I um, learned something quite interesting um, last week since we've, um, you know, been between podcasting. Um, yeah. Do you know how we've talked about being polygamous, not polygamous, sorry, <laughs> monogamous, being monogamous a million times. Yes. We, we had a big conversation about it and, you know, is it normal, is it natural, blah, blah, blah. Well, I got in a conversation with a psychologist last week and the conversation came up and I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, she was telling me that... Was um, this your psychologist? No, not my Just psychologist. Just a random psychologist you met on the street? Somebody that I was working with. Oh, and okay. she was telling me that um, apparently the reason that they've found why humans are monogamous is because we're the only mammals whose babies can't fend for themselves in any way, shape or form. So they na- it, it naturally in nature, before obviously technology and everything, we needed two people to look after a baby for it to survive. Whereas other animals, you know, like, I don't know, elephants and stuff, within two seconds they're walking. So they only need one parent. What about birds? They fuck off and leave them in a nest. Well, depends. Babies no, well that's not true. It depends what bird it is. Most birds, most birds have two. You know, the dad will go and, um, you know, fix the nest and stuff. The mum will go get food. That conversation came up too. Anyway, I, was, I found it interesting because we the, the reasons that we talked about, which had no science or evidence-based whatsoever other than opinion. Um, that's, that's what this show's all about. <laughs> we didn't even consider the side of, um, you know, of children and things like that. But, yeah, human babies are the only babies that need so much, you know, their every need. From feeding to sleeping positions to everything to survive is through... What about puppies? They're just a ball of mush when they're born. Yeah, but they can crawl. They can crawl and feed and that's all they need. They can sleep. They're fine. They can walk within a few days. Puppies can walk within a few days? Yeah. Okay. Not running, but they can, you know. (laughs) Most human babies. You've brought up human babies. Yeah, well, you've got to build up their muscles and their strength and their skeleton. And yeah. We're one of the weakest Humans babies. are shit. Yeah. Worst, worst animals on the face of the planet. <laughs> we're the weakest to start with and then we're the craziest to end with, aren't we? Well, we're the only animals that can talk. <laughs> A certain language. Well, that's right. So, yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. Um, so maybe naturally being monogamous is a 
natural well, thing? We, well, it's what we're taught from a young age. Mm. I'm sure that stupid big thick leather-bound book you find in the motel top drawer talks about uh, monogamy. <laughs> every, hey, you know what? I usually check to make sure there's um, a Bible every time I go to a hotel. Well, I'm going to Melbourne on the weekend and I'll be staying overnight in a, well, I think they're probably what, four and a half star. I don't know if it's five star. Anyway. It's pretty will, pretty up there. I will, well, it's fucking 280 bucks a night. It'd want to be. <laughs> I'm going to be looking in the top drawer and should I find a leather-bound book, I will bring it home and take photos of it for the podcast. That's stealing. I like to call it permanently borrowing. <laughs> Why don't you do is you call it on the concierge and say, get remove this book immediately. Well, no, I'll, I'll call concierge and say, should there be one here in the top drawer? Remove it. No, no, no. Well, I already have removed it. It's just <laughs> saying I'm going to steal it. But I'll ask, of course, I was going to pray and I uh, found my Bible's missing. Can you please uh, put one there? <laughs> can, you, can you do it in that accent? <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I will. My Bible's missing. So I was thinking, you've uh, you've uh, said you've printed up X amount of uh, posters for the grievance committee, get some advertising out there. Yes, yes. Maybe I should get some from you and I can litter them around Melbourne over the weekend. I'm going to have time to kill on Sunday afternoon for a few hours. That is a brilliant idea. Fuck you, yeah, I'm full of them. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. well, it's all about I the just... advertising, and um, I'm sure the um, grievers uh, help us advertise with their sharing since they, um, you know, love our podcast so much. All right, well, I need to meet you in a seedy car park tonight after dark to the exchange. <laughs> Will you be alone? I'll, or... <laughs> I'll, just, I'll probably have a couple of young children with me. <laughs> I'll just walk around the streets of Melbourne blue-tacking posters to telegraph poles in broad daylight. <laughs> Good old Melbourne. Yes, be interesting. So. And in Melbourne, there'll be plenty of tourists. That's exactly right. There sure will be. A great segue into this week's topic. It really is. We um, had a little um, chit-chat the other day, you know, you know, like we do, and we were talking about the craziness of tourists. So we thought that this could be a good topic to discuss. Um, and we're talking tourists within Australia. We're talking about Australians as tourists overseas. Um, what about just behaviours whilst on holidays in general, whether it's here or abroad? Yeah. Because there seems to be that unwritten rule that we go on holiday and the rules are off. We're away from our Monday to Friday jobs or whatever we work. In some instances, we've dumped the kids on family and friends. We've gone away with you know, a group or an end-of-year footy trip. Oh, yes. Or an end-of-year on, 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 on a mad trip. Monday. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, I think that's what the angle I'm going to be looking at it from today. The, mm. the gloves are off attitude to what we get up to when we're on vacation. So we, we're, letting our hair, we're letting our hair down. But what does that mean? That's right. Why do we think it's acceptable to leave our hometown and carry on like a complete fucking halfwit? I guess when you see that halfwit visiting your hometown, you think, who do they think they are and how dare they? And, you know, um, what, a, what an idiot. 
But then yeah. we go and do it when we go somewhere else. That's right. Whether it's to schoolies, oh <laughs> whether my it's gosh, to yeah. Bali, whether it's to the game parks in South Africa, well, whether it's on a whether it's a cruise ship. You've got it there, that's for sure. Um, I think that, um, you know, you just talked about schoolies then. And um, I think it's, you know what, I think when you get a group of people together, we go kind of tribal. Because tribal? They, go, they go by tribal, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever, um, all right, when you were a kid and you went camping, right? And, you know, you went camping and you're with, like, a group of kids. And by the end of the holiday, you guys are in this, like, you know, close relationship. You're doing things you shouldn't be doing. You're sneaky, you know. You kind oh. of – well, that happens when you're older too, on cruise ships. an audience. Yeah. So it's like you've got this – it's like this pack mentality. Well, there was reports it was at the – uh, Voyager of the Seas, I think it was called. There was 1,200 from this same business, same company. It must be a fucking <gasps> company. But it basically turned into like a Bucks weekend. 1,200 of the people on this cruise with the one group. That's so a recipe for disaster, isn't it? <laughs> well, it made, made a current affair. But, of course, it must all be true. So what happened? But, um, well, they're just people filming on their phone. They're just usual drunken behaviour. Yeah. Fights breaking out, money, you know, people rooting people in places they shouldn't be, venues and holes. Um, but because 1,200 of them from the same place, all of a sudden it's a story. We're just about every cruise ship that's known to man that's out at sea for more than a few days, people get pissed and play up. They really do. This is, this is why people go on cruises because for the first two or three days and the last two or three days, they're stuck out in a boat in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. See, is it acceptable? Mm, I don't, I don't know because I know that when I go on a cruise, I don't want to be faced with that. I know I'm, that I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying, what do they expect to happen? Yes, because cabin fever sets in. I oh, only, I know. You can it's... only sit at the buffet so long. You can yeah. only sit by and the you start pool getting heartburn. So you can only drink so much. You can only sleep so much. Well, have you been in, you know how you go on a cruise ship and you've got the adults area at the back? Oh, yeah, like on the deck chairs where there's no kids allowed. Yeah, and you've got a spa and a pool and all that. Have you ever noticed how there's always that one freaking family or group of people that hog the spa? Yep. And you know what? It shits me big time. Um, I know that, um, you know, when I was there, literally there was like, there's a big group of like 20 of them. And what happened is, one will get out, one will get in. And they just hogged, they hogged it the whole time. Um, yeah, well, you do what I'd do. What did you do? You'd just go and get in. Oh, I was a bit... Yeah, guys. Oh, he's going. There's no space, okay. though, because they were so impacted. Oh, you there. make room, you make room. Just stand in the middle, like, awkwardly. Yeah. Do you, do you really fuck. do that? You have a fuck. I bet they all got out pretty quick. No, there's always the challenging ones, you know, like you talk about the pack mentality, they're marking their territory. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got friends coming down and join us here, sort of get in here, sort of funny things. It's like you got to buy a ticket to get a go. <laughs> I think that um, <laughs> on cruise ships, though, um, yeah, you definitely, people's natures come out for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, again, when, when there's, I mean, there are so many activities. I love cruises. I've been on a couple and they're awesome. Yeah. 
But are you are you that person <laughs> on holidays? I'm that person that's playing bingo at 10 a.m. with a cocktail. Yep. I'm at the buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yep. Uh, I, could, I, don't, at, I don't think I'm you... At the sh- I'm, at the, I'm at the shows at night, like going to see something. Yep. Um, you don't go mad, though, do you, like, like some people do? Uh, no, that's the thing. It's, it's an age thing, too. You know, it depends on the group. Yeah. I mean, I, I went on a cruise a couple of years ago from mates 40. I think it was 12 of us. Yeah. And we didn't all hang as a group of 12 for the whole time because there were couples. So there was one, two, three couples of the 12, and then the rest were singles or family members and relatives. But it was sort of like, Around four o'clock each afternoon was our meet-up. We'd meet up one of the bars because you get the list of what's on each day and we'd go and do, like, sports trivia or movie trivia or, you know, that was sort of our our debrief. Yeah, so you met up every day but you weren't together 24 hours. Oh, yeah, I mean, group two or three or four at a time and, you know, like if – but if we'd organised to do something, you know, someone wanted to go fucking deep-sea snorkelling or skydiving or a shore tour or whatever, but – it wasn't like all twelve of us had joined at the hip. Yeah, no, that, that's how it works. But yeah. I think like when the you... first night, you know, when you're coming out of the heads, we're all sitting around drinking and put, smashing our drinks package. I've never, I've never left those heads sober. It's impossible unless you don't drink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I think I think cruise ships have have got a good tactic though. Like they've got the security on board. They've got you know they. Oh, if you they're, pretty, over, they're pretty useless. <laughs> if you overdo it, they'll they'll cut you off. Yeah, well, again, that's the thing. If you just, if you just behaving yourself, I mean, look, I think the rule of thumb on the cruise is don't harass anyone else. If you want to get yourself blotto, that's fine. Just don't hurt and harass anyone else. I can only imagine some of the things that have happened on a cruise ship. The, yes. the, the potential is just there, isn't it? You know, you've got cabin crew that are there twenty four hours. Well, you, know? you hear people going overboard. You hear people getting pack raped. You hear people, you know, uh, getting sick with infections and like on spreading uh, it on the whole ship. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, let's get back on topics. These are still tourists, so you know, well, yeah. T- tourists don't have to necessarily be overseas. Like, no, that's right. Yeah, you're you still yeah. you're still a tourist if you're um, well, you're on holiday. You're, could you imagine if you lived at Surfers Paradise? Yeah, you are. Right. And, then, and then come October, November for four or five months, the place just uh, multiplies ten times. They're tourists. Yeah. They could be from Ballina. They could be from Newcastle. They could be from interstate. They could be from overseas. Schoolies, retirees, you name it. I mean, it's good for the tourism money-wise, yeah. but for the, yeah, for the peace of the area and the... Oh. Even like Nelson Bay up here, that place triples in population over summer. Sure, businesses love it; it's very seasonal. Yeah, Se- if you're seasonal. Locals, yeah, locals it's... probably find it very confronting. They probably need to fuck off themselves somewhere else for a holiday. Well, it's like in Coogee. How um, on? Have you heard about the infamous Christmas Day party? No. Oh, every year there's a party at Coogee. Um, it's for basically all backpackers and people who don't have family around. Um, it's on the beach. On the beach, yeah. They had yeah, a big party. Okay. Anyway, every year that that what they leave, the rubbish they leave, the disruption they cause, 
is excessive and it costs like you know the government a lot of money to kind of clear it up um but you just it just makes you think jesus christ you know just because you're not in your own hometown does it mean you should be um you know they provide bins and stuff like that but instead yeah, they treat it like a toilet they do and it's you know it's, it's our beaches are something that um australia is well known for you know our beautiful beaches and um the pro- thing is they probably would do it at home <laughs> Eh, grubs. That's what makes you think, doesn't it? But yeah, like so, yeah, tour, like tourism. Yeah, people coming to a town that's normally not as not as busy um, can be a little bit of a bad thing, I think. Like Nelson Bay. Hmm. I love Nelson Bay. Or oh, the whole Bay Area. Poor Stevens. <laughs> I bet you do. Yes, I do. <laughs> But um, what about then, you know, I know you've never been over to Bali, but I'm sure you've heard the stories. Yeah, let's go get, get over there and we'll start riding mopeds around with no helmet on. So, That's going to end well. Exactly. Things we wouldn't do back home over in Bali and places like that, we do without thinking twice. So, yeah, the mopeds. Um, yeah. Keeping in mind that, you know, the infrastructure is not like it is in Australia, so that's dangerous in itself, even if you did have a helmet on. Um, but, yeah, like we do th- do things that are dangerous. And, you know, getting in those cars where they're crazy driving and, um, you know, drinking to excess, like, you know, alcohol hitchhiking. poisoning. Hitchhiking. Yeah, hitchhiking. God, I mean, you'd be safe for hitchhiking in Australia, even though you shouldn't. We've all seen Wolf Creek. Yes, and the sequel. And the two series. Oh, I haven't seen the series. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't seen the two series because it gets me too much. Oh, um, it's, yeah, really good. Really but good. also, the way that we um, treat other people uh, when we're in Bali, like, I've, I've never, like, you know, for me, if if those tourists are representing kind of Australia, you'd be horrified, Dan. I, like, some of the stuff uh, I've seen overseas, you think, oh, my God. And there's some funny stuff too. Um, I remember when I was in Bali a few years ago and um, I stayed in this hotel, which I was only in for one night because I moved hotels because it was... Anyway, I wake up in the morning to go get breakfast and there's a bunch of these ladies, right? Older ladies, um, two two tanned, um, wearing swimsuits they probably shouldn't. Well, what I witnessed was was repulsive. And yes, I'm judging, okay? There's a lady, she, she's, she, this is what she did. She got an egg, you know, like a, like a, a fried egg. She put, uh. it, she put it in her mouth. She took a big swig of a cocktail. Then she t- smoked a cigarette, blew out the smoke, and said, come on, let's get on it, girls. Where's the egg now? <laughs> I don't know, half in her mouth, <sighs> half down her chest. <laughs> she was half digesting that while drinking the cocktail, while smoking the ciggy. And then shouting out, let's get on it, girls. And this was at like eight in the morning. And I just remember going, okay, this hotel's not for me. No. No, you don't like eggs, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Especially not that way. Mm. You can imagine, can't you? So to me, that was the first image of of Aussies in, in Bali. You would have seen it as well. You would have seen it while you were um, all the places you've been as well. We just behave badly, and um, I don't think it's comparable 
Actually, why don't these stories get on the news? You know, you've got your Mad Mondays. What about Well, because they happen stories? so often. It's not it's not news. News is something that's something that's not normal, commonplace. Yeah. Okay. Unless it's a celebrity, of course. Oh yeah, of course. Like they're doing. What about what the doing? drugs people do overseas that they wouldn't dare do here? And then they wonder yeah. about uh Yeah. What happens when they get in trouble? See, the thing is, I mean, you'd be stupid to do it in your own country. Never mind overseas. Have you seen Banged Up Abroad? No. Oh, Dan, you should watch it. And I agree, you guys would like it too. It's called Banged Up Abroad, and basically, it's it is a it's a remake of a documentary of people who've gone over and I don't know, taken drugs or something like that, got caught and gone to yeah. jail in the local countries. And the corruption and all that kind of stuff. It's it's frightening. Like it makes you they, think twice about taking drugs overseas. But they don't, do they? Well the thing is when you're drinking alcohol that's um what do they call it? Um there's different, there's different alcohols, but it's not to the standard of our alcohol, it's just pure alcohol, you know? Yeah. And um they're shotting that and doing whatever. Well, you you're too drunk to really make sound decisions. Because the rules aren't as Clear. Still, yeah, but that's the individual's res- responsibility. If they want to get fucked up beyond reproach, that's their choice. And the thing they is, though, make, you know that you've got to they're pay not them capable off. Of make, they're not capable of making those decisions. It's no one else's fault. Do you know what? I, I don't think I'd ever let my kids um, do schoolies over in somewhere like Bali or something. No, I think schoolies in their own backyard. They don't know how to drink. They don't know how to live. Yep. They're still yep. kids. They are still kids. I was thinking about it though. A cruise ship might not be such a bad thing for schoolies. At least they're safe on a ship. They can't leave the ship. Well, as long as they don't go overboard. Well, yeah, as long as they don't go overboard. Mm, remember, they're bulletproof at that age. That's right. Yeah, messing around, mm. doing whatever. That's, I'm not a fan of a cruise ship. Not 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 if it's uh, groups of uh, young boys or girls who are going to get sergeant slaughtered. They can go on there and behave and enjoy the islands and, you know, obviously drink, <laughs> but there's drinking and relaxing and then there's just getting fucking smashed. Well, going, I think I think going overseas to a country that's too cheap to drink, like it's so cheap, um, is dangerous for, yeah, young minds. But that's the most popular thing to do now because it's become so expensive to, um, to drink in Australia and have holidays in Australia. People do go to, um, you know... Third world countries, <laughs> so it's it's much too easy. Um, but now I'm thinking of changing the angle of this tourism, and it's from something that I saw last week. Um, it was on not on the news, but it was in Facebook. What do you think about this? When people go, so whether they're coming to Australia or going away, common sense seems to go out the door, doesn't it? Yes. Now, um, I think it was last week or the week before, a young child was mauled by a kangaroo. <laughs> so that's for our international people. Yes, kangaroos do just kind of hop around in the bush. <laughs> Cook on Barbies. <laughs> we ride, we ride e- uh, emus to work. Um, I've got a pet koala. <laughs> Bloody oath you do. Compliments my black maid really good. Anyway, you know, a kid gets mauled by a koala. But what had happened was these people had seen the koala and gone, oh, koala. And they've gone over to the bloody koala 
and not koala, <laughs> but kangaroo. kangaroo, and a big buck, which is a big male kangaroo, and they've gone to attempt to get selfies, pushing the kid over to the bloody the kangaroo to get a selfie uh. to send home and go, look, we saw a kangaroo. Now, how freaking stupid can you be? I've got a photo <laughs> probably when I was 11 or 12. Yeah. With my arm around a kangaroo, like cuddling it. And you <laughs> stood there. Did it really? Was it a, was it a girl <coughs> one or a boy one? Was it a big boy one? Uh, I think his name was Sally, so it was a girl. Probably a little and probably. I don't fucking know. Well, but would child, you. Don't ask you, it if it's got a cock or a vagina. Would you push your little kid to a big massive no, buck? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's stupidity. <sighs> Yeah. You know, and then they've got like, um, you know, these signs around that say, do not feed the kangaroos because it kills them, right? Literally, when you give them bread and all that, it kills them. Um, and they're um, a protected species. So, why do they do it? Why do these tourists come over and do this? Well, probably because they're Asian, they can't read the English written signs. So, the, the picture with the food and a big cross over it doesn't mean. We're oh, talking <laughs> about a race that cooked cats, for fuck's sake, so I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I just think that, um, yeah, dumb. dumb. And what about those Asians and their fucking photography? With their big iPads taking pictures of, of stuff. Oh, they got movie screens down. Remember, remember disposable cameras? Yeah. And then they stepped it up. You had like a proper camera, like a Nikon or whatever, and you had a big box on your hip that you put your camera in. I mean, I've told the story before on this show about me nearly throwing one overboard off a dolphin. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. My yes. young bloke got smacked in the head and nearly went overboard. With his fucking. I remember Asian that story, fuck. and I wasn't sure whether you were joking or not. For deadly fucking serious. Camera went, and he nearly went with it. Very expensive lesson for little Johnny Tybo. <laughs> but <sighs> why? Do, why do they do it? Like, I... well, I guess they were before social media. A lot of these. See, now you just everyone's. We're, and we're all as bad. I mean, us bloody Anglo-Saxon folk are taking photos of their meals before they eat it. Oh, my God. It's become a massive habit, hasn't taking it? Taking photos of their head with a stupid lips like a duck face. It just looks fucking stupid. Gone crazy. Keep, keep, keep doing it, girls. Did you know Make that it, do you know, um, Simon Cowell? Yes. Yeah, the uh, idol judge. Yeah, he's donated like over 35K to shut down South Korean dog meat farms. Good for him. Yeah. Only 35000 I know. I thought I did think that when he said the amount. I thought, oh, okay. He'd earn that per hour, wouldn't he? <laughs> Probably. That's right. Oh, I'm going to donate an hour of my wage. I'm going to give 33 bucks to some cause. I'm going to receipt so I can claim it on tax. I wonder if you can claim that on tax. Yeah. That's why they donate big amounts because it's a tax deduction. Yeah. doesn't matter who you it, are. It you a it'd be to a charity, wouldn't it? Oh, I guess so. I've never heard of the South Korean Dog Meat Foundation. <laughs> I've not heard of the foundation, but I've um, heard of the... Oh, anyway, that's too dark for me. <laughs> it's, oh, it, 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 it's something that we wouldn't um, do here. Oh, I don't know. It's just because you're vegetarian or vegan or whatever V word you are doesn't mean our grievers don't like the taste of a bit of Alsatian. Oh, no! <laughs> it doesn't sound right, does it? It doesn't sound right. <laughs> As no, I hear... We don't we don't eat the cute animals, we only eat the ugly ones. <laughs> you look at little um, my little dog right now and I look at it and I go, Oh, there's enough meat in there for a for a bloody anyone. 
Uh, you could make like a snack pack. <laughs> a halal snack pack. A halal. Oh. <laughs> I love that. I still love it. <sighs> do, you, do you remember that on TV when um they um someone uh, they're talking about something to do with Pauline Hansen and they gave her um this this box and they said oh they said it's a halal snack pack. She goes, I don't want the halal snack pack. And it was great. And then all I don't of a, like it. All of a sudden, everyone's like saying no to halal. Yeah. <laughs> and and then it got to a stage where people like wouldn't buy even non meat foods that are, were halal certified. Yeah, that's all bullshit. Yeah, it is. That's, I mean, you know, it's just. If I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat it. I don't give a fuck who's fucking blessed it, certified it, chopped its balls off. Yeah. It tastes good. It's cheap. I'll eat it. Yeah, I'm not sure about the whole halal thing, but that's another story. That's another campaign for some other flog to bang on about. They probably don't know much about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, basically um, kangaroos and stupid tourists and taking photos. You know, then again, when we go overseas and, you know, we go to these um, uh, reptile parks and things like that that aren't as safe as ours, and we get pictures with... What about Jurassic Park? That place is fucking dangerous. It's very dangerous. It should never have been yeah. created, should it? That's right. Have you seen the new Jurassic Park? Of course I have. I've got a son who's obsessed. <laughs> he is Jurassic Park. I do His like... name is Jurassic. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Should be. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um and then we also have um, something funny in Cairns. Have you been to Cairns? No. Well, there's a big, 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 big um, like pool there, and it's like a public pool, you know. And it's, it's oh, it's a- in the middle of the city, isn't it? Yeah, it's in the middle of the city. Yeah, I, 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 I've seen photos um, in a previous life. My uh, wife may or may not have been there visiting friends and so sent back photos. Well, they call it the Backpacker Bath. Oh, yeah, I can see, see that too. Because it's outside, it's kind of got the salt. I think it's, I think it's got salt water type thing. So piss and shit in it. Oh god, yeah. you know. So I, I've had some good times in that pool. Still, I don't care. You need a shot. <laughs> I probably do actually. No, see, the thing is, it's right near all the pubs as well. So you get drunk and then you go swimming in the bloody, you know. But you wouldn't sit there for the whole day, personally. You'd hope that the salt keeps out the uh, herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it's spread? Yeah, through the water in a pool in cans. <laughs> oh, what about Bondi Rescue? Do you, do you watch Bondi Rescue? No, I don't watch. Re- I don't watch unreality TV. <laughs> Well, I don't watch Bondi Rescue, um, but no, I've, seen I've never it. been to Bondi Beach. No way! I've driven through Bondi once. I've been to the Beach Road Hotel at Bondi uh, once on a drunken night out between the races and the cross. Yep. And yeah, I don't get out to the east of Sydney. I don't get out much further than the cricket ground. Well, Bondi Beach isn't actually that good. It's, it's, it's all it's all right. Oh, it's full of fucking pommy backpackers <laughs> and Kiwi backpackers. How do they fit people on the beach with all the backpacks? Well, they do actually take their backpacks, some of them. But, you know, Bondi Beach, you see it on the, on, the, on the program, you know, Bondi Rescue. 
and they've got flags, they've got lifesavers, but what do people from overseas do? They swim, swim outside, outside the, flags. the flags. That's right. They're, they're stupid. And um, oh, oh, people who can't swim, you know, go in and they don't know much about tides and all that kind of stuff. There could be a, 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 a slogan. Bondi Beach, we have flags, we have lifesavers, you don't have brains. Yeah. That's good, actually. Oh, you, oh no, we have, we have flags, we have beaches, we have lifesavers. Use them. Yes. You, you have a brain, <laughs> use it. <laughs> Lifesavers, they're not just a packet of lollies. Yeah. <laughs> they're just as tasty, though. <laughs> well, hello. Jesus. <sighs> but no, so I always find it uh, funny, you know, to see people. I guess, do you know what it is, though? Maybe um, it's a cultural difference. Like, you know, in England, do you have many beaches? Not swimmable ones. You know? In China, do you have beaches? Not swimmable ones. So maybe, you know, they come over and go, oh, you know, I want to go swim in the ocean. And maybe they don't comprehend, you know. It's like the whole, um, you know how um, when we um, do our tea, or we, when we eat our food and things like that, like, you know, when we eat, we don't cover our mouths or anything like that. But in some cultures, like, you've got to, uh, it's impolite to eat unless you're covering your mouth. So there's a lot of cultural differences, isn't there, really? Which um, maybe that's the reason for stupidity. Maybe it's not stupidity. Maybe it's a lack of... Um... A lack of culture. <laughs> Good old Aussie self, culture. A lack, a lack of self-respect. <laughs> but wouldn't you read up on, on it before you come over? Like, I know when I go to a different country, I look up, you know, their, their practices and all that kind of stuff and... Um, you know, like in Taiwan, you walk on the right hand side instead of the left. I respected that rule. In Yumea, they have siesta. You have an afternoon nap. Do they really? Yep. Is that just because they get so drunk that they pass out? Well, it's a French colony. I think they do it there too, don't they? That's what I noticed when I went there. Well, you get drunk and pass out. They, the locals, do. Fuckers. Uh, I, I I tell you now, Numia I found to be a very, very, very... Um, dirty. Dirty place. It's a dirty, repugnant, putrid place. But when you find a little local microbrewery oh, at yeah. 10.30 in the morning and they yeah. sell triple cheeseburgers with chips for $27 and serve pints of, is it Havana? <laughs> and, the, and the ocean's great and the music's great, then it's fine. You could be anywhere. At 10.30 in the morning on a Sunday... There's hardly anything else open. That's awesome. And by 2 o'clock, you're absolutely munted, and they're going, ah, oh, we, we shut me siesta in their language. And you're like, yeah, everybody get a, a Datsun 180B back to the cruise ship anyway because the boat leaves at 4. <laughs> and, uh, Did you explore yeah, New Mia? What a different place that is. Hey? Did you explore New Mia, or you just went to the nearest? Yeah, we, no, 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 we were on foot. Oh, my god. We got off the boat about 7, 7.30, and the first bar didn't open until 9. That was on the See, marina. I, I won't lie, I felt a little bit unsafe when I was there. It just I loved felt, it. It felt dodgy. I felt like I, yeah, I felt like I was going to go missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam, Liam Neeson was going to have to find me. <laughs> oh, whereas, you know, the other islands like Isle of Pines and all that, they were just... Oh, fucking Vila. You get, get off the cruise ship and it's... <clears throat> it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's violence between all the bloody locals what? trying to get you to get in their car. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh. Really? Anyway. I just found oh, yeah. that I found the island to be absolutely spectacularly beautiful. Like it was just. Yeah, uh, Vila. 
No, I, I didn't go there. I went to Isle of Pines and Mare. Is oh, it? Yeah. They were just so beautiful. Yeah. And, um, Isle of Pines was gorgeous. Yeah? The water yeah. is like see-through, you know? So I behaved when I, I, I was there. I had a moment, moment of clarity on the Isle of Pines. Did you really? I did. Wow. When I came home a couple of years ago and then I... Yes, 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 yes. Well, you know, what What more of a beautiful location to find yourself than um, Isle of Pines, I guess? I need to go back because I lost it since. <laughs> I think you got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like um, people going on these soul-searching holidays and you know how they go to India and things like that and they just rock up and hope for the best and you hear of all these like crazy things and you go, okay, well, they didn't do their research into, um, you know, the traditions and... Um, safety of that country. I, I want to do a soul-searching trip to Las Vegas. <laughs> I think you'll come back with more than your soul. Might come back with that herpes thing you were talking about. Yeah, or you might, or you might come back married. No, you can't get married when you're already married. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, is it the hangover where they go to Las Vegas? Yeah, yes, the first and third. God, I love that movie. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, I could, I could see it being very similar to Hangover 1 or Part 1. <sighs> yeah, sounds rough to oh, me. One man will fake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? When it comes down to it, I think it's just that people have such busy, busy, busy lives that we just, when we do go on our holidays, we go all out. No. Yeah, and, I, and I get that. I get it too. I, I do. I do. But I it's do. not when someone loses a life over it or, you know, ends up that's in prison. The rules or... just don't apply and that's the wrong mentality. You've still got to keep in line with the rules and regulations, the cultures, whatever, whether it's here or over there, home or abroad. I've worked, sure. in, a ho- I've worked in a hotel before and b- believe me, I've seen some sites, you know, things that you think, oh, gosh, why would this? Per- why would anybody do that? But it's because yeah. they're on holidays, they just think the rules don't apply to them, and that's that's how they go, you know? Um, what in room. Do you know what, though? Um, I know when um, working in a hotel, Americans are the best tippers. And... Well, that's their way of life, but they're used to tipping because that's how they survive over there. And you know well, a lot of people. The Japanese are good at tipping. Ah, correct you are. Except they fucking make you work for it, and sometimes it's not worth it. Yeah, because they're little hard-working fuckers. Yeah, no. Have no. you seen how many of them get going in a sweatshop? It's true. <laughs> well, it's not funny, is it? No. <laughs> I'm not the one laughing. Oh, yes. <laughs> Racist. I know that... Um, <laughs> I know those, that when... eight, those eight kids made my shoes. They did a great job. Oh, God. I know that when I... Um... Worked in like kind of in a holiday <laughs> mode hospitality. Um, my managers were Germans, okay. Shall. And I remember I cut myself. Like, I cut myself really badly, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I've cut myself. I'm gonna have to go home." Type thing. In Germany, you would get fired for that. And you I remember th- trying to put you in a gas chamber. <laughs> no. <laughs> Too soon? Don't talk about the war. That's what that's the oh. rules with Germans. I wouldn't say it was a war. It was more like a Jewish massacre, but carry on. Uh, yes. No, so, you know, I, I've cut myself, and I'm, I'm like, it's pretty bad. It needs, I think it needs stitches. 
Anyway, uh, but, but it made me, I remember thinking, they said, oh, you know, you get five for that, you're fine, just wrap it up type thing. And I remember thinking, I'm in Australia, mate. Thank you, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> because you know what? Like, you know, we d- our rules are a little bit um, more fair, aren't they? Oh, cut your finger in Australia now and it gets infected. You go on a worker's work cover. <laughs> yeah. And a return to work plan. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Fuck me. No, I, I end up going home. Because I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. I mean, I live in Australia. But, um, yeah, it did get me thinking, um, oh, my God, imagine what it must be like in other countries. Not as fair yeah, well, and all that kind of stuff, you know. Well, we don't have to worry about that. We live in the greatest country on earth. That's right. We're fair income. Bloody oath we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, that, they're my opinions on uh, working overseas. <laughs> I haven't had the pleasure of working overseas, and I don't think I ever will. I don't think you need to, Dan. I, I, I could see me manning a blackjack table in, in Vegas, mind you. Yeah, I can see that, actually. I could wear a bow tie and a vest. Roll up, roll up. Come on, cunts. Come and lose your money. <laughs> you know, you probably have a lot of fun doing something like that. I probably I probably would, to be honest. I just don't think I'd make much money out of it. Mind no. you, I'd, I'd probably get corrupt. Yeah. I, I'd I get bored up. You wouldn't, do it, for, you wouldn't do it for money, though, would you? Oh, you need money to survive, but... Um, you, you'd do it to survive, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you're not going to Vegas. What? You're not going to Vegas. Yeah, I am. We're going to have the Grievance Committee live from Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be brilliant. I'll, 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 be able to, I'll be able to hang posters up there, too. I love how it's in the middle of the desert. I think that's, like, so cool. Yeah, there's a reason the mobsters took over Vegas. They can bury the bodies in the desert. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what, though? Keeping it contained, keeping it... That's smart. Yeah, if you're going to go to Vegas, you're going to expect, okay, you know, middle of the desert. Imagine that Tony Brown nitwit who's trying to fucking destroy the nightlife in Newcastle moving over to Vegas. <laughs> these, these casinos lights are keeping me up at night. The sound's too much. Honestly, you know, it's you need to have a curfew. You need to have a curfew and a lockout. It's people like that that are just making, um, you know, places like Newcastle shit. You know that. Um, I was thinking of taking over one of the new trams, the light rail, and turning it into a mobile bar. <laughs> and yeah, just go that, back and forth. From that'd go, that'd the be awesome. And back, drinking, observing the sights. I don't think. Like the, I don't know, think Kramer they'd let you. On Seinfeld, you had the celebrity bus tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have the um, Newcastle tram tour, talking about all the different businesses that used to be there and aren't now because they went broke due to of the light, light rail construction <laughs> with no support from the government, no financial aid from the government. I reckon I could make a few bucks doing that. You definitely could, except I don't think the uh, government would let you use the, the line for your business. Well no, well, no one else is going to be on the fucking tram. No one was on the train. No. They're going to be empty. Uh, you know what? I, that, don't even get me on that one. That just pisses me off still. I wasn't trying to get you on that one. I was already well and truly covering that one. It pisses me <laughs> off. It pisses me off that you can't, you know, get the get the train from the Central Coast all the way to Newcastle. Oh, no, you get the train to Wickham. Yeah, and then you and get then, on the and tram then, and then you... And then you hop on the tram, yeah. Yeah, you used to be able to go to the beach. It was good times. Well, you can catch the tram near the beach and then you can walk the rest of the way. With your surfboard and your three kids and your bags of <laughs> and your and your and your tent, you know, like your sunshade tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your you kids' boogie boards and your lunch and 
Yeah. But don't you won't be going shopping in town after it because well you don't be able to carry it all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and also be careful with the boogie board. <laughs> well, in Australia you should be okay. Just don't take it overseas. No. Oh no. Chappelle. Chappelle, big listener, loves it since she's been back in the country. Loves the grievance committee. <laughs> she's a real fan. Yeah. Oh, she's got a little boyfriend over in uh... Uh, a little Indonesian yeah. fella. And a yeah. dog and a dog. Tip, tip, they're not together anymore. <laughs> Probably not now. She's got all this money. Yes, well, proceeds of crime. Crime does pay. See, see. Do you think she did it? Of course, she fucking did it. The whole family are nutters. <laughs> oh, frightening though. Again, I've seen banged up abroad. I do not want to feel it. Tourists going to other countries. Um... Well, you just need to stay home and not leave bloody Newcastle. That's right. And you'll, and you'll be right. <laughs> Live in your shell. Shut yourself off from reality. <laughs> I don't mind travel. I, I, I like traveling. You know, I like traveling. I've been to lots You've of been different everywhere. countries. You're in everywhere, man. It's true, but um, yeah, I always like to come home. Yeah, Australia still, is what I call home. Peter Allen, still call Australia home. That's right. You got it. So on that topic, I think we are done. Over and out. Over and out. Loving life. And um, this is not an advert for people to come to Australia. <laughs> no, we don't want you here. We're trying to get rid of people who come here and fuck their country. <laughs> we, we want, we want um, industries back in Australia. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so we want to build our own motor vehicles. Yeah, I know. Yep. You know, if it's a war, then um, we're fucked. But anyway... <laughs> That's another episode for another day. That's right. That's right. All right, Grievous, you know, if you want to get in contact with us, um, send us a Facebook message or um, on our Facebook page, tweet us on our Twitter handle, Grievance Committee. Bunch Please of an email. Yeah, email grievancecommittee at outlook.com. Yep, is there anything that you want to say, anything that you want to have your say, um, let us know. Happy to hear it. Good stuff. Over and out. Adios. Later.